Hi, Joe Lysett here in Bridge End, and my favourite agricultural podcast is the Pub Yields podcast with Jacob and Di. All the other agricultural podcasts are a load of piss and shit. They're a load of piss and shit. So professional, just with a screenshot of the uh, Zoom meeting. Hey, mate, just because you're a podcast slag now doesn't mean you need to <laughs> listen to it, you know? <laughs> Jeez, yeah. I don't know. Not much, really. Yeah. Supposed to be no. at the NFU conference, isn't it, today? You were supposed to be, or did you get binned off like me last year because of rocking up like 7 o'clock in the morning back in the hotel and the same clothes as the night before? <laughs> <laughs> I got invited. I got invited, but I just I ain't got time to do everything. Can't do everything, can you? To be fair, I got invited, but this year I had to pay for it, and I was like, "Oh fuck that!" Yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being totally honest, last year the NFU <laughs> subsidised my beers. This year they weren't going to. Hey, Di, how have, you, how have you got time to be here? You're not building your house. Oh well, I'm currently in the building site, so this is. Just about finishing finishing touches to the living room now, and then uh, yeah. I've been putting um I be I bought a lot of marble in um in this auction this uh, up in Pontus <laughs> they went bust so I bought a lot of marble and I've made some um uh, marble vanity units for the bathroom and I've done the marble upstands on the worktop today that's been today so, really? yeah fair no, boy different mm? it doesn't look any different have you actually done anything to it right. <laughs> that to be fair that used to be a swimming pool <laughs> come and have a look at my new toilet <laughs> I hope you can wipe those skidders up yeah oh, say, oh, there's no skidders left in it genuinely so there's this is the vanity <laughs> protein skidder that's the vanity unit look see that nice little slab of marble and then we I've got for one of these old Victorian toilets but I, this is going to be the weirdest thing you've ever seen ah uh, yeah uh, and no, also look at the tiles and then look at the way they blend. Oh, beautiful. Anyway, it's gonna be the weirdest <laughs> thing. This is gonna be the weirdest thing you've ever seen in a zoom. But what I didn't take into account, because because we've mounted the Victorian so high, look at the pressure on the flush now. If you have a shit, you get a wet ass, the flush is so strong. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, that reminds me of that video the Kimla Gesha. <laughs> so, so you you take a shit and you don't have to wipe. Well, basic yeah, basically we when we plumbed it, we put the hot and cold feed to the sink and the cold feed to the toilet, like you would. But now I wish we'd done hot and cold to the toilet. So you could just turn the hot on and just. But yeah, <laughs> that's been this week. Yeah, and everything. I, 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 I flush a toilet on a Zoom call before and get. Anyway, ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, class. We uh, another little pint-sized podcast for the millions of listeners today. We're going to have Johan Humphreys podcast, which went down an absolute oh. storm. Can you believe it was eighteen. Right, you've got, right, you've got to call him by his new name. Go on. Well, 
original podcast, he was Danny Dyer, wasn't he? But now he's Johan Win Jones. <laughs> oh, you! I knew that was coming. You, <laughs> I knew it was a bad idea to come back on here. Yeah, oh, don't be like that. We're best friends. <laughs> oh, we were best friends. We thought rather than just because it has been eighteen months since we had him on, Jake. We thought we'd have a little update, see how he's been getting on before we go back a little trip down memory lane. So, how are you doing, yo? Well, I was doing all right before I got called the Owen Wynn Jones, and now <laughs> things have taken a, a downhill turn. But no, I'm right, boys. Uh, how are you both? Yeah, not too bad. I um, I've just realised that uh, when we finish this call, Jake's going to ring me and say, "Can you Photoshop?" Yoan's face onto a die cap and uh, 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 <laughs> a Niles King coat. Yeah. And a scarf. <laughs> and a scarf. <laughs> or, or what are they? Oh. Like those little cowboy bandanas that like John Wayne used to wear. One of those as well. Yeah. And okay. they're going to be sitting on a Honda quad bike. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll get on that as soon as we finish. How are you, Jake? Yeah, I'm good, though. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's just... The only thing is, like me and Yoan were just talking about it now before we started recording. It's, it's quite sad, really, Yoan, it because this time last year we were actually getting ready to hit walkabout in Birmingham, weren't we? Yes, we were. Um, I don't remember much about it, but uh, it was very enjoyable, apparently. Yeah. NFU on tour, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no comment. Should we leave it? Should we no comment on that one? Yeah. I think <laughs> so. Kind of, um... Talking of blurry nights, Jake, we've had Cardiff since then. We have, and uh, you were missing this year, yo? Yes, I was missing. Um, I was at the British Farming Awards um, that weekend. Yeah, I know. I'm disappointed in myself, really. uh, Um, Be honest, be honest. Which one was better? Was your experience at the Cardiff Pabils weekend uh, the year before better? Are you gutted or are you glad you made the decision to go to Lancashire? Um, it's it's not even a competition. The pub yields night out is the is it's up there with a the Royal Welsh Show night out. It's unbelievable. Because uh, I thought I, so. I, th- I, was, I think we were trying to find something else, Jake, and I ended up going back through photos of that weekend. <laughs> and when you look back at the photos, it's a fu- they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was fucking feral. And do you know what? The Friday night was good because everyone was there. I really enjoyed the Saturday where it was a bit more intimate, where there was a few less of us. I did have yeah. a, I found those photos. I did have an emotional moment, Jake, actually, because uh, I think Zoe put a photo up. It's just of me. I'm pouring Guinness in my mouth. And it's all coming out the sides of my mouth there. <laughs> but all I can see is I'm pouring it with my right hand and that hand still has five fingers. <laughs> I had a little moment looking, looking through them. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to keep it light. Um, um, <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll go same again this year, Jake. Yeah, but you're definitely coming this year, yo. Yeah. If if I'm still invited, I'm definitely coming. There's n- nothing else can book me. I'm coming. I'll be hey, ready, still. Jake. I'll be ready, Jake, with my shoebox with just a pair of pants and a toothbrush. <laughs> Good boys. Hey, and just to get the date out there early, I have pretty much got a date sort. I say I have, like I'm organising it. It's actually Bingo Lingo that put on the farmers' night, but it's going to be. Friday the 18th of October. So it's that weekend it's looking like anyway. So that's that's actually my favorite date in October anyway. So I'm definitely gonna be there. Well, you know, some things are just meant to be, aren't they? You know, it's just yeah. fate. Just fate. That's what it is. So it'll be good. It'll be good crack. But um anyway, on to uh 
few more serious bits now. I fucking hell, serious. Can we actually do serious die? I don't know if we can. We done a serious episode on Dice Finger getting chopped off and it turned into taking the piss out of him. So, <laughs> If there is somebody with the gravitas who can, it's Johan Win Jones to be fair. So we've got the right man, the right man on the uh, on the bill. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's um it's a strange one, isn't it? Because we wanna be we wanna make, let people forget about the uh the dark depths of agriculture, but at the same time you can't ignore you can't ignore um certain aspects of it. So well, the thing is, not just certain aspects, the fact that it's all piled up, isn't it? It's just a continuation, really, of a battering with a stick and feels like Welsh agriculture has actually reached breaking point, which um, for our listeners over the bridge and up north of Scotland and places like that, it's, it's breaking point here. You guys have got it bad, but it feels like we're just a little bit further along in the simmering pot, doesn't it? And uh, you would have seen a lot of the protests. And yo, you were actually up in Newtown on the weekend, weren't you? Yeah, so Newtown's only uh, 15 minutes away from me. Um, and then I got a message by the organisers of that protest to go there. And, you know, I've got a sweet mullet now, so they might wanted to get the mullet on the uh, on the TV cameras and stuff if they turned up. <laughs> um, yeah, there was, there must have been about 200, 250 farmers there. Um, hundreds, over 100 tractors on the road. Um, and then I got pulled in. Uh, the five of us got pulled in to speak to the Labour leader contenders, um, to pretty much to tell them why we were there. Uh, yeah, politicians are all they're slippery. They're slippery like old eels. Yeah. They, what, was um, the general, what was the general feeling about the two potential <clears throat> communist leaders in Cardiff that we're going to be having now? Which one? Did, did either of them seem a little bit more sympathetic towards farming, or is it literally, as a lot of people are saying, it's going to be the lesser of two evils? Yeah, I think because I think they were they were very intimidated. There was a lot of farmers there. There was a lot of air horns going off. There was a so they were trained to kind of calm the situation. Like we were saying, right, this is the problem. This is the problem, and they were like, oh, right, okay. Well, how can we make it better? Instead of arguing back with us, they they made it seem as if they cared. But I think that would, might have been just to de-escalate the situation because they ran out the back door through a housing estate. They didn't come and face the farmers. They didn't. Their cars were all in the park, car park, and they ran out the housing estate, went and hid for an hour, and then came back and picked up their cars later. No, oh yeah. I, th yeah. I think if you're going to put yourself in a position where you're happy to back these policies and you've got to be able to stand there and take the criticism head on, really, haven't you? It doesn't bode well for me. Yeah. And a lot of people, I'm sure, would feel the same as well when you're having two politicians that are actually will stand there when they're amongst their own cronies and back the, you know, the policies that they're enforcing. But then the people that these policies are actually going to affect... They don't, they don't want to, yeah, don't want to see. And the thing is, I don't know what they were expect, were expecting. We were all gonna, you know, beat them to death. There was kids there, like two, three, four year old kids holding up signs saying, you know, this is our future. And everyone, the police were there, and the police said, oh, you know, you're all do, you know, we're not doing anything wrong. You've got the right to be here. But then they just legged out the back. I was, I was very disappointed. No, and that that's that's the thing, you know, when it's. 
these protests, I think they're a good thing to get out there and they're a good thing to happen. But the most important thing is that they, they do remain peaceful because yeah. we've just got to take the moral high ground as much as possible in, in this. Bang on there, yeah. The thing is, speaking to a lot of people around here and um, a lot of the locals, and Dai, you probably uh, had the same as well, they're starting to get a little bit reminiscent of the 70s and 80s during the mining strikes, especially around here. And you're talking to a lot of the steel workers currently just down the road, 15 minutes away from me and Dai and Patalbat, then they're going through similar things. And it is starting to bubble. So if this Labour government in Cardiff don't put a lid on things and actually listen to people, it's yeah. going to be an absolute simmering pot and there's going to be flashbacks to the 70s and 80s. I don't know if it's just the way I see it, but you're on about... Um... Mark Drakeford's successor. But I always feel that when you listen to them talking about their policies, they seem to talk with like a contempt as if regardless of what we say and what we do, it's just an agenda. They just seem to hate. I don't know if it's the idea of, because they, I consider them a socialist, you could even see communist party. They hate the idea of land ownership or they hate the idea of, but they just seem to have a vendetta for agriculture. Yeah. You can... Um, you can say whatever you want, but to quote without sounding like a ponce, to quote Churchill, you can't re you you can't reason with a tiger when your head is in its mouth. Like it just seems as if, regardless of what you think and say, they just seem to have this evil vendetta. So you have to get them out somehow. You know whether that's voting or whether that's and you could argue the only way to do that is to spread the word, uh, spread the message high and wide, to get to a, a ballot box. And don't don't think there's no point voting because nothing will happen. Even if you can't stand the other parties, go vote for something just to lessen the majority. Yeah. It's you've a kind got... of tactical vote, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what you've yeah. got to do. It's the tactical vote. And I think one of the hardest things with Welsh politics is the only realistic viable option other than Labour is going to be a coalition. And the problem is the two parties that have a coalition, fundamentally, their founding principles well, is the complete opposite. One is a unionist party, one is a nationalist party. So they cannot be seen to ever go into a coalition, which I find very sad and very disappointing. But unfortunately, it's unrealistic that it's ever going to happen. My personal view would be that it's time now to try and, uh, especially in this red wall corridor along the, along the M4, the line that farmers and the steel workers need to almost shout together and work together. And that's actually yeah. something that, in Carmarthen the other week that Cleo Griffith actually said I went down to the demonstration then Carmarthen Market the meeting there the protest meeting and Cleo Griffiths actually said that as well that farmers should and steel workers we should be supporting each other now which I think is good feeling because I feel sorry for what's happening in steelworks and I know a lot of people who work there feel sorry for the situation that's going yeah. on you know we're we're in the same boat really we're both just getting beaten trodden into the ground aren't we we're we're propping up the we are propping up the country and they're just adding all that weight onto us it's, oh. it's just a, well that's how i rationalize it like i said because nothing nothing they say makes sense to me so i can only consider it like this hidden agenda because I remember, um, I, I did listen to it. I don't know if you listened to the Rest is Politics podcast and they had Mark Drakeford on. And he said, right, and he said this with such glee and was almost gloating. He said that 
Wales is one of only, I can't remember the figures now, Wales is one of only one, one of only, I think it was maybe 18, 19 countries in the world that have only ever had a one party state because, you know, devolution 1988 has been Labour ever since. And I thought well, that's nothing to be proud of. That that just shows that this country has zero democracy. And I, I just out of interest, I remember I pulled the armbrake up on the land where I was getting the cows in and I Googled the others. They're all war-torn dictatorships like North Korea and you know, it's literally <laughs> war-torn states of dictatorship. <laughs> and we're in there with them. It's been 26 years of unbroken single party politics. It's yeah. it's an absolute joke. But anyway, oh you know. Yeah, it well, is. I might have to rip open my Guinness, you know, with all this. <laughs> <laughs> it down, you boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a fancy boy now, though, and I, I've been I've broken. Oh, no. I got one of these Guinness Serger things, and I, because oh, I'm. Oh, have you? Yeah. You've got the fancy glass, and you put the. the I see my. You put I the don't... thing on, and it. <laughs> How much was that, if you don't mind me asking? I had it for my birthday. Uh, no, because I, I, oh, I don't know if it was one. Of, I don't know if it was one of them I looked at, or one of those you you put on like an island and you put the cat, you put the pint on it and it reinvigorates it. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, trouble is though, you got to buy the fancy, the fancy glasses with it. Oh, uh, yeah. Fancy cans, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She looks good though. Fuck, that does look good, mine tonight. Does it taste like it does in the pub? No, it's never gonna. Just I'm, taste I'm slightly. Going to, uh, I'm going to taste uh, this weekend, yo. So I get to taste. Uh, yeah, mother's nectar straight from the tit, as they say. Oh Jesus, jealous of that actually. Yeah, for eleven pound fifty a pint. But I um worth I, every penny. I flight, our flight home on Sunday. Basically, we're going for the game day Saturday, so Guinness factory is completely full up. And we, and we can't get a Guinness tour before the... So I'm going to Dublin. I'm not doing the Guinness tour. Oh, really? Yeah. You can do that anytime. Though. We've got pub yields in Dublin. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sounds so, good. Well, to be fair, it, it, we would get Carl Devaney and uh, Phil the Farmer across, wouldn't we? And yeah, but the like... thing is, Cardiff is just, you know, it's so central for everyone, isn't it? That's why we like Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, 15 minutes for you on a train, real central. Tom <laughs> Selleck's <laughs> out in Canada going, fucking hell, boys. <laughs> well, we're hardly going to go to fucking Newfoundland, no way, so it is central. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. We could meet in, um, what's, in the, what's in the middle of the Atlantic? Fucking hell. The Titanic. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we going to... Uh... You're obviously like... Me and Di are looking at a lot of this from the outside. But what you've been in these like smaller organizational meetings, what what is the plan? Because what are they actually envisaging or hoping to gain from it? What is the end game? Once next Wednesday's done, what's the next step? Have they got a next step lined up or is it just waiting and see? Right. Um, do you want to know a little secret? I'm not part of any of the little groups or plans. They just use me because I've got a big old mouth to shout the message. So yeah. I don't know what's going on. Then they say, can you do this for us? And I go, yeah, whatever. You're the face so of I, I have no idea. You're a show pony because you have a fantastic mullet. It, correct, yes. Because of the mullet. Yeah, I'm, I'm I've just got a big old gob 
um, and they use me as a foghorn. Uh, so, to be fair, regardless of that, you know, it affects you. You know, you've got a little boy, so you are really a great mouthpiece to have, aren't you? Because you're out there, you're in the media. It just makes so much sense because this is going to affect you as much as it's going to affect everyone else. So- exactly. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm just lucky that people enjoy listening to what I've got to say. Um, and if I can, the more I can do to help not only myself, but agriculture in general, I will do it. You know, I'll do anything to help the industry. Yeah. 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 What, um, today, off pod now, I'm just interested. Today, what happened? How did the um, Wales Online come about? Oh, of me and the tractor? Yeah. Um, Farmers Weekly shared it and then they just ripped it off the Farmers Weekly. Oh, so they never got in touch with it. Oh, hello, his dog. Coach. No, I have, I have oh. no idea who. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have um, no idea who did it on the Wales Online. They just took it off the Farmers Weekly and just reshared it. Can you uh, sue them for um, copyright? Well, the amount of people that have seen my sweet mullet now, no way. There's probably, there's probably, there's probably a law mind. If you put it on Instagram on a public page, they're more than. Yeah. Oh yeah. Be fair, Wales Online is really like problem is with I you know Farmers Weekly great Farmers Guardian great but they are only targeted at farmers. Wales Online is actually probably better yeah. one to share that. Yeah. Story. Those two, you know, I I think Wales Online sometimes can be absolute garbage. I don't look at a lot of things, but it is mainstream and everyone looks at Wales Online. Where only a certain percentage of people will read Farmers Weekly or yeah, that's the thing, you know. So, if the farmers weekly are sharing farmers' problems to farmers, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, uh, again, we want it's when you see like HCC, great, you know, Levy Board, they do some great stuff, isn't it? But sometimes a lot of farmers will always moan that why are they always at the Royal Wells preaching to the converted? That's what, that I, was, what I was about to say, HCC. Telling farmers what they do for farmers, but then also, but then also, we'd be moaning like fuck if HCC weren't at these agricultural shows. Weren't they? Yeah. No. So uh, there's there's two sides to that, isn't there? I'm not of the argument. What are they doing on the show? Because I'd be pissed off if they didn't have a presence there. You know. You're so, only sticking oh, up for them because you're Mister Ambassador. Uh, were Mister Ambassador? Ooh, look at me, show boy. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I'll be back in members. <laughs> yeah, you can have a drink this year. Can I just I say, I feel like I'm in the fucking stable amount of show ponies on their Zoom call. You're all fucking... Uh, <laughs> hey, no, you're just, a, you're, just, you're just a stable boy, you are. <laughs> uh, with a wet bum for my toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you go out to Germany in the summer, yo, if we get there? Pardon? Are you going to go to Germany if we get there in the summer? Um... I don't know. I, don't I think, think I'm going. I think I'm going somewhere else. Moldova, Mold- Montenegro, Montenegro. I'm going there. You managed to get tickets for that. I think so. Haven't you got to fly to Turkey and then fly from Turkey there? Is there or something? It's like I'm. I'm not organising it. I've said yes, I'm going, and I've let the letting the organisers doing it. It's like a tiny stadium, and it's like seven thousand stadiums there now. Yeah. I just want to say he's so sick of the socialists in um he's <laughs> so sick of the socialists in Cardiff. He's gone to the fascists in Montenegro. <laughs> the um 
when the fixtures came out, they were saying like how bad Montenegro is for like Albania and like the mafia and stuff like sex trafficking, like all goes through Montenegro because Montenegro is part of the EU, but it's full of Albanians, yeah. like yeah, the yeah. mafia run out of there or something. Something like that. Like, I don't know. I was just, I was reading them. Um, I'm on that Wales football Facebook page or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nah, swipes on there, but there's something <laughs> on there about it, isn't it? I'm a pretty big, big bloke. I'm, I'm, I'm on my own, I think. You are very busy with that, my lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to, uh... yeah, I don't think there's any risk of you being trafficked anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Kiwi Kit Roxanne are proud sponsors of the Pub Yields podcast, bringing New Zealand solutions to British farmers, fencing contractors and vets. As lambing gets into full swing, we have a range of great products available to you, including Roxanne tags, Pell Electric fencing and Kaiwaka clothing. For more information about the Kiwi Kit Roxanne product range, please visit the link below or in the Pub Yield social media pages. So anyway, on a lighter note, let's uh, lift the mood again. Yo, do you fancy um trying to beat your time on the Pubbles Shield? Yeah, do you know what? Do you want to try and have another go at Dolly Mark's record? No, I don't think I'm going to beat it. He's just an absolute animal. I'm glad you've met him. It, it makes sense now, doesn't it? He's the, yeah. I I I don't know how to describe that man. <laughs> the, I, there's no not enough descriptive words for him. Machine, yeah, just something else. Anyway, so Johan, would you like to attempt the Sunak sax? Because you had to go with the Boris Bell. There's now the oh, Sunak. Yeah. Well, it would be rude not to, wouldn't it? I've got my Guinness, my nitro surged Guinness. Oh, it's yeah. looking delicious. Maybe that's <laughs> what your problem was last time. You needed the nitro surge because you're only point three of a second off. Oh really? Yeah, I I got the stopwatch out. Oh, you you're gonna do that? I'll record that. <laughs> right. You ready? Hang on. Can't no, not that. really. It's three, two, one, go. It's gonna be close. Whoa. Oh. Ooh. Oh, look at the mustache. Oh. Well, you were three point six before. Hmm. And you're 3.8 this time. Oh, no. You're consistent. You're consistent. If, you, if you've got another one there, I forgot. I took a photo instead of press record. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the mullet that was slowing me down. I couldn't tilt yeah. my head back enough. It was pushing me yeah, forward. It's weighing you down. Yeah. Oh, fucking God. hell. But anyway, is there anyone of your friends that you would like the challenge to try and beat that 3.8, 3.6 or 4? What was the other time you had? 3.6 was the other one. 3.6. Have you got any friends you would like the challenge that you think should come on this podcast and try and challenge you there, yo? Tom Pemberton, Farm Life. We, I don't know if we can afford him. You can get. I'll I'll put it, I'll put in a sneaky word for. Well, I, I met I messaged him the other day. He'd do the podcast. I'd get him on. Yeah, yeah. He's, he he'd uh, he'd be a good laugh, and he can swill. Well, the challenge is laid there. Tom Pemberton, Yoan Humphreys, yeah. aka Yoan Win Jones, has challenged you to come on the Pubbles podcast 
and try and beat sub four seconds. Let's see if you can do it. No chance. He's got no chance. Well, there we have it then. The um, uh, well, there we have it then. It the uh, oh fucking hell. Well, there we have. <laughs> it. Well, well, that that is, thinking, yeah, well, that, you're just thinking about the water on your ass, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the plan was yo to look back at your podcast, but have you seen the time? It's supposed to be ten minute intros. It's nearly half hour, so I think we let your episode roll over into another pint-sized pod. Anyway, I've got some pork chops and potatoes. To, if you boys are more than welcome to keep talking if you want, but I'm going to go. I, uh, I could do with some tea as well. <laughs> I work harder yeah. than you guys, so I haven't had tea yet. Yeah, no, no, but I work, I'm going back out to do more work now. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. When, you're, when you're back out doing more work, I'm going to do even more work. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm not even going to sleep, like because I'll just keep going and then... And then... I haven't slept for three weeks. Yeah, well, that it, hard of... that's why I can't go to any of these protests because I'm just so busy working. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm so hard at work and I go to the protest and work at the same time. Yeah, well, what I do is when I drive the tractor to the Senate, I don't waste the diesel. I use it as a backload and I bring bales back from Cardiff with me. I'm a backload. Yeah, well, what I do is I go to Cardiff whilst filling in, uh, you know, uh, the... <laughs> Spit it out. <laughs> the medicine book. <laughs> Yeah, well, when when you're doing that, I'm uh, doing the MVZ report. Oh, yeah, fucking hell, I'm bored now. Uh, can, you imagine, can you imagine being the only twat on the on the um, on the protest with a 25 foot trailer on the back? Because yeah, but I'm, I'm going to do a backload on the way back now. Got <laughs> <laughs> some straw bales in Athens. Anyway, thank you everybody for listening. Remember again, like, subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next week for a new episode. Bye. Seven generations farming the ground. Grandson sells it to a man from out of town. Two weeks later, the trees go down. Only got concrete growing around. And I want to go home. I want to go home. I don't know which road to go It's been so long I just know I didn't used to wake up Feeling this way Well, cussing myself Every damn day There's always some kind of bill to pay People just doing what the rich man say And I wanna go home